EFTM Tech Cars Lifestyle This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long EFTM G'day, g'day, lovely to be with you again on the EFTM Podcast And thank you for listening, thank you for downloading If you're listening on the EFTM Podcast on Tuesday or later Then thank you for subscribing If you're listening to the Two Blokes Talking Tech feed uh, welcome and great to have you company. If this is your first time listening, this is a talkback show, basically. Um, people with tech questions, I get them on the phone and we talk about it. Try and solve those problems, try and answer those questions, try and uh, get those buying advice ideas right out there. Um, so, yeah, that's what we do here on the FTM Podcast, as well as some interviews and thoughts and stuff throughout the, the, the weeks as well. Um, but today I am just under the pump. It's been a very busy week. Um uh, a couple of things. Uh, Apple's event last week creates a busy week the week after because you have products to review. So the iPhone SE review uh, went live uh, late last night or midnight this morning, uh, as Tuesday it is. Um, and so that's a bit of time involved in you know writing those stories and making those videos. And if there's any other products to come, then that would also be the case later this week, for example. Um, not suggesting there is, but just for example. Um, and I've just been doing a bit of uh, video production work as well, so I've been just busy and uh, filming in a current affairs story for tonight, which is all about the TVs uh, for 2022. So it's just been a busy one outside of the office, which means I've got a lot of catching up to do. So it's going to be some late nights here. I've got some really cool stuff downstairs I want to review, so I'm going to spend a lot of nights here this week just pumping out content. Plus, we've got the all the other podcasts to record, and um, we've got the F1 podcast back this week. So if you're into Formula One, we'd love you to join us on the EFTM F1 podcast. Just search that up on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to podcasts, the EFTM F1 podcast. Harry, Connor, and I back thanks to KO Sports this year, and um, we'll kick that off with a preview show uh, probably by Thursday night and ready for race weekend. Uh, which is really exciting. So great to have Formula One back because it's you know just that thing that gives me my true escapism from technology. So lots going on. Uh, always great to hear from you, though. If you've got a tech question like any of the people on the show today, uh, all you got to do is ask. Uh, just send me an email. Go to the website, eftm.com. Click on Ask Trev. Tell me what the problem is, and I'll try and get you on uh, the show next time we record. Uh, that's all you got to do. Just go to the website, eftm.com. So with that... Let's kick on and uh, let's hear from some uh, people with those very, very tech questions. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM. Lovely to have your company. Great to be with you and great to be taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, EFTM.com. Cole did that. G'day, Cole. Trevor, how are you, buddy? Yeah, real good. Mate, I'm good. I'm just in a bit of a dilemma here, mate. I, yeah. I hear d- different stories about the OLED, QLED, and I just need a bit of advice from you, brother, if you could. What are you looking at? How, well, I mean, let's be clear. It's it's first and foremost, it's a cash situation. What do you? What's your budget? Oh, mate, listen. Um, around about the two and a half, three. Okay, and you you're basically confused between OLED and QLED. Correct. Because let's be honest, um, they're they're marketed or purported to be very similar. <laughs> um, yes. And I think that's obviously that's that's how they get you going. So. Um, I think that the first thing I would say is I'm yet to see a television that genuinely yep. provides a better um, black to color contrast ratio than OLED. OLED. Yep. All right. Yep. LG. Um, there is some Sony's, uh, Philips. 
I even had one from the good guys uh, recently. I haven't fully reviewed it yet, but it was an OLED. Um, and yep. the, the picture is representatively brilliant on even the cheapest ones because it's actually about how the how the colour is lit up. It's not really about the power of the TV. The power okay. of the TV comes in when you're looking at what apps does it have and also how does it handle lower quality content, making it, you know, 4K. Um, yep. If you were to compare in your, you know, two and a half to three-odd price range, there is obviously LG's gallery TVs, about three grand. Um, they're, they're C1 TV, two and a half grand. You're only going to get a 48-inch. Yeah, I'm looking at a 65, Trev. And, mate, you're not going to get an OLED. 65, I mean, three grand will get you LG's entry-level OLED. Okay. Now, the the way to tell with LG is their, their, their model numbers, the LG A1 is yep. below the C1, which is below the G1. So that the, the bigger the letter, the better it is. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. So the A1, while it is 65 inches and it is OLED, it's their um, – Entry-level OLED. Now, that's not to say it's a bad OLED. Let me be very clear. But yep. for three grand, I would be wondering whether or not the Samsung QN90A, which is their Neo QLED. Yep. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to blow your mind here, but Neo QLED is a completely different thing to QLED. Okay. <laughs> Neo. Okay. Neo is closer to OLED than anything else on the market. Okay. And I think you would. Absolutely, be blown away by how good it looks, right? Okay, genuinely. Yeah, yeah, genuinely okay. blown away. Now, so if you were willing to spend three, then there's there's three TVs to choose from. There's a Sony Bravia, beautiful television. There's a Samsung yep. Neo QLED, beautiful television, and there's the LG OLED, beautiful okay. TV. In all honesty, all right. mate, remember this: you're only taking one home. All right. Yep. That's you're only right. Ever, you're only ever taking one home. So. What I would do in a store is I would ask to, to have the remote and play with the menu. What, what does it look yep. like to navigate between the things that you do? Like, do what do you do on a TV? What do you watch on a TV, Cole? Mate, I watch, watch a lot of sport movies. Where do you get yep. that sport in that movies? I get it from um, – I'm on um, – um, oh, hang on. Yeah, on uh, – Fetch, the, KO, KO mate, KO, So you've got KO, the apps. Foxtel. You've got the streaming apps, yeah? I have. I have. So, in that sense, the Samsung um, is strong with all of the streaming platforms, yep. as is the Sony, because the Sony's a Google TV. Okay. Um, so, if I was narrowing it down for you, I would narrow it down to the Samsung or the Sony, sixty-five okay. inch. The three. Yep. We're talking in the three at the three thousand dollar price point here now. Yep. Um, yep. If you if you spot yourself down a touch, um, and you still want to go. 65 inches, um, there's probably a couple to choose from in the mid-2500. 20, like 2, there's a beautiful Sony at 2500, which I don't think you'd be disappointed with. Yep. Um, and I wouldn't – I mean, again, I think I'm narrowing it back to the same two brands, Samsung and Sony, in you are. 2500 and at, and at 3000. Just remember that you're basically stepping upwards. With that $500 yep. is a big step up. I really do think that that's essentially your tipping point is that that step up to to three grand is is a really okay. different quality TV and good bang for your right. buck. 
And Trev, um, yeah, with a uh, OLED, it's better in a uh, in in a lit like a, a lot of sunlight coming into a room, or is it the or the opposite, the QLED? Um, I, I would argue most of the time people say that OLEDs are not as good in a bright light, light lit room. So you you do come back to those two that I've talked about, the Samsung and the Sony, probably. Yeah. If you got a yep. bright lit room. Yep. Okay, mate. No, that's good, Trev. I just wanted some bit of advice from you, brother. Yeah, mate. Now, look, the other thing, the last thing I'd say to you is, if you're not absolutely desperate, I'd play yep. hard to get. What retailers you got okay. in your area? Well, uh, we've got Harvey Norman, good guys. Um, yeah, mate, Domain, we've got all those. Mate, play hard to get because we are in what we call, what I call TV season. So Samsung, between you and me and the bench posts, so tomorrow they're announcing all their 2022 range of TVs. Um, right. LG's not going to be for a month or so, I think. But the retailers, they're going to want to get rid of last year's stock. So cool. if you are if you say to a retailer, listen, I know there's this year's models coming and I'm happy to I'm happy to have last year's model, but I want it at your yep. best price. Like I, okay. you, say to them, you say to them, I don't want to walk back in here in two weeks and have this $500 less. Yes. And, and walk out. Be prepared to walk out of the store to let them know that you're willing to, you know, play hard to get because you, they may say to you, listen, come back in two weeks. Yep. Right, because okay. there, there will be discounting happening. I just don't yep. know when. Okay, Trev. All right, buddy. No, that's good, mate. That gives me a lot of food for thought there. Um, yeah, I just, you know, with the, um, the average mug punny, you're just not sure. You know? Yeah, buddy oath. Well, mate, enjoy the TV. I, I'm, I'm confident with what you're spending, you're going to get a beautiful TV. Full stop. Okay, Trev. I appreciate you uh, calling me back, brother. I really do. Thank you, mate. Anytime. I listen to you on, to you on uh, Lukey Boner every week. He's a good man, Luke Boner, on the night shift, he, mate. I appreciate you is, listening. He is a good man. Okay, Trev. Good on you, mate. Cheers. That's Cole. And i got to say, Cole sounds like your average bloke, doesn't he? Doesn't sound like a bloke that's loaded. And here he is spending two and a half, dropping two and a half on a TV. People often say to me, that's a lot of money. But that's, I think that's what people are spending um, for their primary TV. I didn't want to blow his mind there, but you could definitely get a 75-inch Sony at 2600 You know, some <laughs> some value out there. Um, I mean, uh, there's a Hisense 75-inch at 2200 There's some good value out there. Uh, now is a good time to be in the market for TV. I genuinely think that. If you've got a question, you want some buying advice, go to the website, EFTM.com. Click Ask Trev, and we'll get you on the show. Click Ask Trev when you go to the website. You can send me an email. Happy to help Trevor Long taking your calls. G'day, Paree. How are you doing? Pretty good. Now, what Pretty can good. I do for you? Okay. My son's got an Acer Aspire laptop. We mm-hmm. bought it two years ago. Um, we bought it based on the big sales pitch that the battery life lasted really long, yep. which it did while he was at school. He's now at university. Okay. And um, with them. Um, Within two years, instead of the battery lasting six hours, it's only lasting about three. So you bought it in when he was in year 11? He bought it when he was in year 11. Mm-hmm. And it was great um, while he was at school, was it? It was great while he was at school. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's since told me that he's probably only noticed the degradation um, beginning of this year because, of course, we've had school holidays and all that kind of stuff. So when yeah. he started back at uni, he was like, oh, no, my, my laptop's not lasting the distance. So... Um, I feel that surely that it should last longer than two years. 
Mm-hmm. Warranty was only a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so am I asking too much? So first and foremost, what actions have you taken to or he taken to try and diagnose or fix the problem yourselves? Anything? <clears throat> yeah, well, we've rung Acer yep. and the, the standard thing is like uh, do a reset of the battery. Well, we did that anyway because <laughs> we know that from previous runs. Um, it hasn't made any difference. He's okay. actually done the battery usage report and he can see that yes, degraded. Um, and there's, no, there's nothing later. unusual. There's no unusual software that's degrading the battery during the day or no. anything like that, is there? No, nothing like. So that, then you're no. in you're in the right place. You're, you're basically you are you're in the right zone. You, you need them to help you. It's their responsibility to help. It's just a question of whether or not you're going to have to pay for it. Right? That's your concern. Yep, that's my concern. I feel I shouldn't have to pay for something like that because surely the battery should last longer. <laughs> I I don't disagree at all, and I think that this is where we have what we call Australian consumer law. Now, Australian mm-hmm. consumer law is essentially a warranty um, and it it provides for, in absolutely no specific terms, it provides for support past that manufacturer's one-year warranty period. There's no definition mm-hmm. to it. So it doesn't say that a laptop should last five years. It doesn't say that a car should last this. It doesn't say anything. But it's, it's, yep. it's all about it being a reasonable time. Now... Mm-hmm. I would argue that you are within a reasonable period for a laptop to continue to have a prolonged life. Now, should it last seven hours or eight hours if it did that two years ago? No. It should probably last, let's say, 80% of that time. Let's say it's degraded 20% in two years, which is a lot, by the way. Um, Okay. So, you know, I don't think it should have degraded that much. So Mm -hmm. if I'm you... I'm asking for them to fix this under Australian consumer law. As soon as you start quoting those three words to someone (laughs) in the technical support team, they will either tell you, no, it's not covered, at which time you'll reply and say, I beg your pardon, can you tell me why or how? And they'll say, we only cover it for one year, plus one or something like that. And you'll say, no, Australian consumer law covers me Mm -hmm. for a reasonable period of the life of that product. And you say, I believe a reasonable period is certainly more than two years. And yep. if you wanted to say a number, I think it should be, I think it should last four years. I've said that to my yep. son. We bought him a, a mm-hmm. laptop in year eight. And I said, this thing's going to be, going to get you through to year 12. Um, so the problem is, this is where it turns on its head though. It's painful. If, if they push back on you, then you mm-hmm. need to go to Department of Fair Trading. And you need yep. to tell them that you're not happy with what's going on. And then okay. they'll create a mediation and there'll be a conversation had and all these things will happen and it will take time. And the question yeah, is, what's your son What's your yeah, son doing in that period of time, right? Yes, that's right. I, I, at the moment, I have to wait till he has a university break, which won't be till May. So I've got a then period now's the time to start talking about it then. Now's the time yeah. to say to them, I'm not sending you the computer until you can guarantee me that Assuming we've made no physical harm to the computer, which is obviously an important thing. Yep. If there's any physical harm being done to the computer, it's your responsibility. But yep. assuming there is no physical harm to the computer and it's just you know a normal degradation, uh, I want it replaced under Australian consumer law. Can you guarantee that to me? If so, I'm sending it off right now. And if they say no, okay. then you say, can I speak to a supervisor? And that supervisor, mm-hmm. you then inform them that you need case numbers, everything possible, so because you know, you're going to the Department of Fair Trading and you are going to lodge a claim for this to be covered and fixed under Australian consumer law, at which point you hope that they panic and tell you to send it in. (laughs) 
but it's a game. It's a it's a game of cat and mouse, right. which you need yeah, to have well, the patience already, for. Okay. Yeah, because I've already spoken to three separate people. Yeah. Not so fun. Not easy. Every time. No, yeah, thank I you. Hear you. I, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm on the right track. I, I'm not barking up the wrong tree. Yes, it should last longer than, than it has. Well, you let me know how you but go, fantastic. okay? Okay, thanks, Trev. Good great. on you. No worries. Thanks for Bye getting yeah. in touch. Bye, Paree. And if you've got a question like Paree, uh, anytime, go to the website, EFTM.com. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. Darren's on the line. G'day, Darren. How are you doing? G'day, Trevor. How are you? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you? Uh, I'm just looking at the situation for security surveillance CCTV for the yep. home and yep. external. And I'm just trying to get your advice on whether it's, uh, you think the way to go is uh, hardwired or through the Wi-Fi Bluetooth mm. and that. Uh, and if so, whichever one way you are uh, swayed, which brand or make would be yep. a, a pretty good way I, I've legit got feet in every camp here, I reckon. Um, <laughs> I, I'll i start with what I have hardwired. Now, I've got this at my office, but it, it you know I've put outdoor, I've put indoor, I've put everything. Um, I do utterly love the convenience of the hardwired system that gives me, A, a monitor I can put anywhere, and like, you know, I can put a little HDMI cable and a monitor and I can actually see in real time without having to log onto the internet and an app and see what's happening. You know, I can just see the front door. Um, yes. I love that. It's a, like, you know, it's a classic security system, you know, from the movies. It's, I can, like right now, where I'm, I'm looking up and there's a monitor in front of me and I can see nine cameras. It's just, most of them are on me because it's inside. And then there's yeah. two at the front door and I can see yeah. if someone walks in, very useful for me when I'm recording, I can see that someone's going to interrupt me, right? So I love that because... There's a little hard drive, and if something happens, I can use the mouse and I can scrub back on the monitor and look at that. But also, there's an app, and I can use that to look back at any time. I can be anywhere in the world, and I can look at the storage on my hard drive. So that's a Uniden system. Um, I did a review on it late last year. The best thing about this one is that it allows you to also connect wireless cameras. So while I've got seven cameras that I've run cables, I've got two of them that are just plugged into power and they're just on the same Wi-Fi network as the um, as the boxes. And so they're wireless. It's very, very cool. It's an integration of both. So I love that, but I think it does work out to be more expensive because you buy a box, you think, oh, this is cool. It's like 500 bucks. But every camera is like hundreds on top of that and okay. it adds up. Yeah. But I yeah, do think there's something about the quality of the vision and, you know, the old school nature of it that I do love. Wirelessly speaking, mm. there's nothing uh, un- nothing but unbelievable how good it is to just to grab a camera out of a box, put a battery in it or charge it, and then using an app you connect it and then you walk around and it's connected to your Wi-Fi network. You find a place to put it and uh, you either put a screw in the wall or a little mount, whatever system they've got, um, and it's it's running and it's just done. No cable, no nothing, no box. Um, just uses your Wi-Fi. Uh, those are very very cool. Um, Arlo uh, are big supporters of mine and have been for many years. Great cameras, unbelievable quality. Um, Uniden also have some pretty darn good. Um, they call AppCam App Solo. Uh, Google have cool. some great products with their Nest. And yes. I hear a lot of people talk about Eufy, but I've never seen, never used them personally. 
but I do I do see some good recommendations on those in the man cave when people ask right. the same questions. Yeah, yeah, because we're looking at for needing, we're needing six, four or three along the back yep. and the side, and then three at the front, one at the front door. We're trying to get one that's got a building like sensor, like a light comes on, but that wouldn't you can't get anything to facilitate that in, in as, as far as the actual. Uh, you, you look at an actual CCTV and that, that has that sort of... Yeah, facility. no, you're right. I you mean, know? I can't see a, a floodlight-style camera working on the wired system. So I'll tell you yeah. what I've got at home. I've got the Arlo system, and uh, like on JB's website right now, there's a four-pack for $1,000 odd, and then on top of that, you'd buy the floodlight camera, which is yes. epic. I'm telling you, it's, the, it's like the MCG lights at my home when someone walks to the front door. We don't have okay. any outdoor lighting at our house at all. Like we don't have, we don't have, right. you know, bulb lights. I don't know why yes. we're idiots or something, but there's just nothing. So when the battery goes dead on my floodlight, it's darkness outside. So I actually Ooh. keep a hot spare. I always have a spare battery ready to go. So every couple of months, when I get a notification, I just go and swap it out. Easy done, finished, easy off you go. So three hundred bucks for a floodlight camera. I'd put a floodlight front and back, and then I'd buy a four pack of of standard cameras and put those around the place. And there you are for, let's call it $1,600. You've right. got six cameras, two of which are floodlights. All of them are 2K recording um, yes. up into the cloud. Bob's your uncle, notifications on your phone, easy to install, no cables required. And where you can, you could also buy solar panels for some of them so they're forever charged, never touch yeah. them. So I've got, yeah, I've got two cameras that are... Yeah. Um, solar panel connected. Right. Well, I looked at one of them the other day. One of them's in the backyard. It's got vines growing over it. I, I don't. I go. I go so rarely need it near it. So I've had to cut that yeah. back. The other one's yeah. dusty as all heck because I've never touched it because <laughs> you don't take the battery out every couple of months, right? Yes. So they're very yeah. handy. Very handy. Okay. And what what brand do you sort of look at? Is it, again, the Arlo. Those are the Arlos. What I've just quoted you there is what Arlo have. Arlo, about sixteen hundred for the two what the two floodlights and the two four, floodlights and a four four, four camera pack yeah it, and that's yeah, yeah, probably JB Hi-Fi or something like yep, that. I'm you actually looking it. at the JB Hi-Fi website there. You, I'd shop around, obviously. Um, yep. I know Arlo. I'm just going to check. Um, there is a promotion going on at some point. I think it might have started or ended. Uh, let me just quickly check. But I think they had a little deal going on. We were talking about it on. Um, on Two Blokes Talking Tech this week. But anyway, just check the Arlo oh, yeah. website as well for the latest deals. And also then just have a look at things like Uniden and Google. Um, yes. m- my erring my towards Arlo is not just because of my long-term relationship with them, but because I've been using their app, their cameras, for, yes. I don't know, six years. And it's just so easy. I use it all the time. Um, yeah. We, we, put, we put a camera, a wired one, indoor one, uh, in the the – the sports club canteen because we got robbed yes. once and it's on my account so that we get notifications whenever someone's in the canteen and my wife uses she thinks it's amazing that she can just you know look in there and make sure anything's going on or whatever it's such a convenient thing mate when you get into it and uh, just the one thing i'll say to you whatever brand you buy have some patience okay because you've got to spend time learning how they work so for example with the arlo took me a while to work the floodlight camera out because what there is is there's these modes. So you say I'm in home mode or away mode. In away mode, obviously, I want the cameras recording. In Ooh. home mode, don't you don't need to record. Now, that saves um, power because they're not constantly yes. 
recording or giving you notifications. Notifications should not be frustrating. So if you're getting too many notifications, you need to tweak your settings so that notifications are become an important thing to look at as opposed to something you just dismiss because it's annoying. And the floodlight, for example, I had to set its own mode. So we're even though we're in home mode, we're also in floodlight mode, which allows me to say, like from you know 5 p.m. till 10 p.m. when someone walks to the front door, light up and record video. All right. So you okay. know you really play around with it, and what that yes. does is two things: gets you the right level of notifications, and secondly, the best battery life, because that your first month, trust me, the battery will burn through in one month. Because you'll have you'll have too many notifications, you'll be recording too much video, uh, all that stuff will happen. And once you tweak it, you'll realise you're only recording video uh, when you're asleep and when you're not home, and that'll prolong your battery life amazingly. Yeah, yeah, and those batteries, generally speaking, the life of the batteries. What to, I mean, if it's just basically years, it's not over. How, what sort of period do they last? You mean last like years? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean. Or do you mean between recharges? Well, between recharges, sorry, Trevor. You should be able to get them out to two months plus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be changing batteries every month. If you're doing that, you're recording too much. So, and this is a really important thing. You know, the hardwired system we talked about, that's giving, that records everything that happens 24-7. If you want that, get a hard drive system. Get a wired hard drive system. If you just want security that records things like burglars, then you record when you're not at home and when you're asleep. You don't record during the day every time you go. If you take the bins out, it shouldn't be recorded by your Arlo camera. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm after. Probably it's probably the ladder that you're talking about there. It's probably what yeah. I'm after. I'm just budget conscious and stuff. I've got no real idea, just cost-wise. That's, so, well, that's epic what you've informed me, very informed me. Thanks, Trevor. Well, mate, yeah, enjoy. Um, let me know how you go with them, and uh, hopefully yeah, they, yeah. They're, they're perfect for you, whatever you end up with. Thank you so, so much. much good on you, mate. appreciate your time. Thanks, Trev. Cheers, Take Darren. Yeah, good on See you, mate. Ya. And uh, if you've got a question like Darren, you go to the website, eftm.com. As I said, it's personal experience and... I am absolutely um, uh, biased in a long way towards Arlo because I've used their products for so long. Um, not for everyone. I know a lot of people have chosen other products. Totally cool. And that's why I said there's Ufi, there's Google, there's so many things out there. Um, but as an all-in-one system, I, I'm still struggling to fault um, the Arlo system that, that we have and we use. Trevor Long taking your calls. If you've got a tech question, go to the website, eftm.com. That's what Craig did. G'day, Craig. G'day, Trevor. How are you? Good, mate. What tech issues are troubling you? Look, uh, it's probably a fairly common problem, but uh, NBN, a uh, household of four, two what I call chattels. Uh, <laughs> I love it. How old are they? Yeah, 19 and 21. Ah, right. Them. Okay, I'm not there yet. I got gotcha. you. Good, right. good. Mm-hmm. All in good time, all in good time. Uh, <laughs> My punishment will come. Indeed, indeed. Yes. The um, And the issue being we've got uh, – we've just got a standard um, broadband NBN service that mm-hmm. comes in via our Foxtel uh, cable. connection. Yeah. Ca- uh, cable connection, yeah. Mm-hmm. And apologies, I'm not technologically no, that's savvy. Fine. All good. I know, I know enough to be Who are you with, Telstra? Well, uh, yes, yes. Telstra. How much do you reckon you pay a month just for NBN? Uh, 
all uh, uh, what do I pay for MBN? So what I want to know, if about, you, you, about, you might know about, this, but I want to know which about, speed plan you're on. Do you yeah, know? About uh, oh, it, it'd be pretty strong. It's about eighty dollars a month, I think. You want, do you want the breaking news? That's the cheapest the, plan. Right. Okay. Because I actually deal with an external um, component of Telstra to to get my um, an external component. What do you mean? Well, it's a company called TSA, right. uh, and they're they're a sort of an external provider into Telstra, okay. and they've always helped me with uh, setting up mobile phones and, and the like. Okay, um, great company based in Perth. Yep. And, um, yeah, they're, they're a sort of a, an arm's length provider for Telstra. So I might be wrong on the, on the okay. NBN and cost, so, to be and, honest. And I can, don't have the bill in front of me. Can so, I assume so. that the – what are we calling them? Ch- ch- chadults? The Chadults. The Chadults. Are they yep. Are they complaining about speed and access and Wi-Fi? And what are they complaining about? Uh, yeah, they're basically saying that uh, if we game – or one of them. One of them's a, a gamer, mm-hmm. uh, not not an extreme gamer, but yep. uh, likes his sort of uh, basketball. Yep. You know those, all those sorts of things. The other one is a muso, so he's using GarageBand. Yep. And they're both studying, so they you know they're downloading lectures, etc., yep. etc. If mum and dad decide to Netflix in the front of the house on the other TV, uh, I wouldn't say all hell breaks loose. Yeah, but, gotcha. Uh, Questions arise because we don't have, we don't seem to have the capability to to really um, offer the whole house internet. Yeah, yeah, that, that's probably the best way so, of putting it. So the first, so there's two, there's two important factors in anyone's internet problems. Um, the first one is the actual internet coming into your home, mm-hmm. and then the, yep. then there's the network within your home. Call it the Wi-Fi. Now yep. they're, they're two very separate things because you can have. Like I've got internet in my house that is up to 1,000 megabits per second and I think I get about 600 megabits per second. I'm tipping you're getting 25. Right. Okay? Or 50. Bit of a difference. Right? And, but it's what yeah. you're paying for. So first thing to do is call your, your mates at the telco and ask yep. them what speed plan you are on. And then critically the follow-up question is, What's the fastest speed plan you can be on, right? So yep. if you're on the 50 and they say you can go to 250, take it. Like it might cost right. you an extra 40 bucks a month, but my goodness, it'll be a remarkable difference, okay? Okay. Because right. that's yep. capacity. That's lanes on the highway, right? Yeah, and those lanes it. coming into your home, it, it, you know, if the, if the two lanes are good until everyone's on it, then you've got congestion, right? So that's your lanes of highway coming up to your house. And look, you can always go up and down through the speed plans. So the first thing to do is find out where you sit. The numbers are mm-hmm. 25, 50, 100, and 250. You can go to 1,000, but it's not all homes can get that. So just remember sure. 25, 50, 100, and 250 and find out where you sit on that scale. And okay. if, you, if you're at 25 and 50, that's, that, that'll be great when you're empty, empty nesters, but ain't no good when you've got chadults. Okay, <laughs> so so let's increase the speed first and foremost. Uh, an investment okay. in the family, and you can charge extra board, whatever you need to do to recoup that cost. The second part of it is, well, that's great that the modem at the front of the house is getting that one hundred or two hundred and fifty speed, but when you walk to the back of the house, 
and you do a speed test on your mobile phone, it's a great thing to do. Download the app Speed Test. Um, yep. Speedtest.net is the website. But download the app and stand right next to the modem and do a speed test when no one else is home and nothing's on. Right. Just do a speed test and you might get 45. Then go to the back of the house and do the same thing and you'll probably get 10. Yeah. And that will prove to you that your Wi-Fi in the home is no good. And so if you you know upgrade your speed to 250 down the back of the house you're still going to be struggling with you know 50 or, or, or less it's going to be horrible because speeds degrade over over space so what you over then distance, need to yeah. do is invest in what we call a mesh Wi-Fi system so do not buy a booster right do not buy a thing that adds on to what you already have is my broad recommendation. There are exceptions to that, but for a man like you who just wants to hear it plain, don't buy a booster. I want you yep. to just invest, and I say the word invest because you can spend up to $1,800 here, but you could also spend right. as little as 700 <coughs> Excuse me. But that investment, well, what you get is um, for, I'm going to say, how big is your house? Like, is, it, is it a single story? Uh, yeah. Basically, and like uh, four four better kind of standard Aussie homes. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a decent size house. I'm going to say I'd like you to have a three pack. A three pack is what you get in the box is three little devices. Well, they're actually big devices, but they look pretty sleek. So, so hopefully the wife yeah. won't complain about them. One of them plugs into your existing modem, so you've got probably got a Telstra modem. That doesn't yep. change. Hopefully you can find out how to turn the Wi-Fi off on that modem, but you do not need the Wi-Fi on that modem anymore. You plug right. in the, the router that you buy into that Telstra modem, and then the two other boxes are called satellites. And you plug one of them into a PowerPoint uh, a third of the way through the home, and the other one yep. into a PowerPoint two-thirds through the home. And, mate, you will if you get 250 meg speed coming into the house, you'll get 250 everywhere. Right. Okay. And your boys can, if you strategically place those satellites, they can even plug their computers into them. So they'll have ports on the back. So I want you to Google Orbi, O-R-B-I. They're the best brand in, in this space, in the mesh space, O-R-B-I. So can, so can, we, so can we just – I just want to uh, track back. Yep. The mesh Wi-Fi system, you're saying the mesh Wi-Fi system that I need to get is a three-pack? Yes. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, I just not knowing your home, but but hoping that you you, I mean, you say you've got a big home, and you know I I believe you, yeah. Just to absolutely guarantee that the boys are going to be sorted, <laughs> the kids are going to be sorted, the yeah. adults are sorted. Um, you'll definitely get coverage. I've got a two story home, which I guess the footprint isn't as big as it might be if it was laid out. But I have a two pack, and I am going to add to it because I, I feel like I am. I've just noticed a couple of areas where I think it could be better. Um, right. Okay. But this, yeah, this sounds like the solution that I was after. So, so I don't need to um, hardwire TVs into the system or anything along those lines. This this mesh system will actually um, most increase stuff, the functionality. Honestly, won't notice the difference between Wi-Fi. The place the the computers or the devices that that really benefit from hardwired. Uh, you, the gaming machine. Like that That might be better off plugged in. And the good thing about the Orbi system is the back of these devices has a plug, so you can you can be hardwired. Even though you are wireless 
to the modem, to the internet coming into the home, you're hardwired to the network, which will still be better than Wi-Fi. Look, if right. you put if the Telstra modem and therefore the, the the first one of these three boxes is near your TV, definitely plug it in. That's a good thing. Sure. But it's not an essential thing. Okay. That so you've kind like of got it. two jobs, you see here, Craig. You've got to speak to your yep. internet provider about the, the speed coming into the house yep. and solve that problem first. And then we want to solve the internal problem, which is how good is the Wi-Fi in our home? And, you know, it'll be an investment, but I am almost certain that your kids will be high-fiving you once once you do this. Sounds like you've come up with a solution. I greatly appreciate it. All right, mate. Good luck. Happy days. And let me know how you go. Thanks, Trevor. Cheers, Craig. Good on you. Um, I do like spending people's money, as you can tell. And look, uh, to be fair, I should say to people, people think I've just made him spend $1,700. Craig said to me in his email, um, circa $2,000. So I knew from the start that Craig had a budget and throwing a $1,700 product at him wasn't going to balk him, which is why you'll hear I talk to other people about a $429 Orbi system. You know, there's different, there's different products for different people, not just different circumstances in terms of the network. Some people don't have the budget. Craig is willing to spend to solve that problem. And I think it's a wise thing to do. And I'm pretty confident he's going to have one heck of a happy set of chattels. You're listening to the EFTM podcast. Trevor Long taking your calls. You've got a question, go to the website, eftm.com. G'day, Kerry. Hello, Trevor. Thank you for calling me. You're very well excited, shocked. Kerry. Look at you. Oh, yeah, very excited. Why should you be shocked? You emailed me. I know. I didn't expect you to ring me. Where, 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 where are you? A, are you a TV viewer? Are you a radio listener? Where do you know? I've, I've been watching you on um, on GMTV in the morning. Well, there you go. <laughs> and now I'm in DFOs doing some shopping. Very good, Kerry. What, what can I help you shop for? What are you in the market for? Oh, me and my husband were looking at buying some mobile phones and... Yep. Um, we just wanted to see what f- phones for um, only. We only wanted to spend maximum of five hundred dollars each. Yep. Uh, I've got the um, Galaxy A eight, I think it is, mm-hmm. and so uh, we wanted something. You know, what you could recommend that w- w- would be best for us to buy. Well, the first thing I'd say is um, wait one week because yep. Samsung are announcing their new A series this week. Um, so look, it's not a bad thing to. Uh, to essentially just check what's coming. And look, it sounds like how on how long do you hang on to these phones for? Oh, a couple of years. We're old. <laughs> you don't sound old, but I would suggest that, you know, getting the next model, the latest model, would be beneficial in terms of the longevity of the phone. Um, I don't know what they're launching, but my guess is um, in the A series they normally have three or four different phones and they normally range from, you know, the $300, the $400, the $600 and the kind of $900 mark. So I would say to you with great confidence that any Samsung phone that's close to that $500 mark is going to be a great phone. Excellent, excellent. And then the great thing is that while I can recommend a bunch of other phones to you in that same price point, um, you know, you're going to have a lot of familiarity with a Samsung phone going from, you know, one Samsung phone to the next. Um, And I I kind of don't want to change that for you. I don't want to, you know, have you, you know, realise that other phones are slightly different in this way and in that way when in the end, if you go from one Samsung to the other, it'll copy all your data over very quickly and easily all those kind of things. 
Like if you look at it right now, the Galaxy A52, which is last year's model, um, yeah. is 550 bucks. Um, that's a 5G phone. It's a beautiful big screen. Like it's it's excellent. But there are and also what? Oppo, Motorola, Nokia. There's a lot of phones in this yeah. price point. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable the number of phones in this price point. All oh, right. Can I just ask another question? What about um, if we was we, we wanted the 5G and we was looking at um, – Someone said to us that maybe it couldn't. We wouldn't be able to pick up the five G because we are using a SIM card from. Can I say the make or yeah, not? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Aldi's SIM card. Yep. Um, pay as you go. And someone said if we get, uh, sometimes you can't get five G on that. Is that correct? Spot on. You you only get five G if you're with Telstra, with Optus, or with Vodafone. But um, Boost Mobile is another second tier carrier to the Telstra network. And they are testing 5G right now. I know it for a fact. So it seems to me that sometime this year, Boost Mobile is going to get 5G. And I wonder, but I only speculate, if therefore Aldi might also get 5G. Now, if they don't get it this year, I think they will get it within the next kind of 18 months. Okay. But but in reality, you know, 5G, I mean, why do you think you want 5G? Because it's not really something you're going to notice much of a difference of. Are you thinking there's going to be better service? All right, because where I live, um, that area, now I have to go outside my house for me to get a phone call. (laughs) Oh, right. Have you got internet at home, NBN? Yes. Right. Well, before you buy your next phone. Yep. Oh, now I'm just trying to think here, Aldi. Aldi, I'm just going to Google something while we talk. Aldi, voice over Wi-Fi. Now, voice over Wi-Fi is um, what Telstra use to allow you to make phone calls using your Wi-Fi network at home, right? Ah, okay, yeah. It's it's brilliant, but Aldi doesn't have it that I know of. Um, okay. It, it may have changed, but Aldi doesn't have it. So that means that if you – but I um, let me think. Boost Mobile do – so you have a, like a pay-as-you-go situation or do you have a monthly uh, Yeah, Yeah, we, we pay – yeah, we uh, – no, we pay monthly to Aldi's. How much do you reckon you pay? We only pay about fifteen dollars each. Yeah, that's pretty pretty darn good value, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's the there's a couple of options. One is I'd like you to to look at Boost Mobile have a two hundred dollar plan, which is twelve months. Oh, so, okay. So you're Boost. paying you're paying in advance twelve months, two hundred dollars. Yep. So that's going to work out to be slightly more than what you're paying now, I guess, but not much. Yep. But you got you're getting plenty of data, and but you will get that voice over Wi-Fi, and the difference there is you can be like my mum, um, uh, her pub in regional New South Wales has used to have no mobile service, but I could go there, connect to her Wi-Fi, and still make and take phone calls, even though there's not a mobile tower within Cooley of the joint, because your phone connects to the internet and then communicates with your telco and says, oh, he's here, just make calls. So why don't you do this as a as a test, Kerry? Why don't you yep. go to a service station or a, a Woolworths or something and grab a Boost Mobile SIM card? Yeah, and just switch you over for one month. You might have to pay forty bucks, but switch yourself yep, yep. over for one month and see whether that solves your um, problem with with. Uh, Communication. Yeah, the fa- yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. The last thing I'd say, though, Kerry, is the phone has to be capable of voice over Wi-Fi. 
And do the Samsung Galaxy, that one you just said? I think the new ones will, but I'm, I'm not sure if your current one does. Yep, so, yep. So we've kind of got two challenges here for you first, okay? I want you to wait um, a week, and then yep. before you buy, I want you to ask whoever you're buying it from, or you, I want you to in, go in very great detail on the internet to, to read the specifications. Does it support what they call Volti? Uh, no, sorry, voice vo- voice over Wi-Fi, okay? Voice yep. over Wi-Fi. That's what you want it to support. Do not buy a handset that does not support voice over Wi-Fi. Right, okay. And then switch to Boost Mobile, use the, vo- uh, the voice over Wi-Fi, and you'll be making calls from your lounge room. Oh, that would be wonderful. Thank you so much. I'm just looking now quickly uh, at your current phone, uh, the Galaxy A8, and I think... It does support voice over Wi-Fi already. So I want I, I think you should go and get a Boost mobile SIM Boost, while, I'm going to go and get one today. today. Switch your mobile phone over. And you can only do it from – like this is the great thing. If you don't like it, doesn't work, whatever, go back to Aldi next month. Easy. Yep, excellent. Good luck, Kerry. Lovely. Thank you so much for calling me. Great to talk to you. Thanks for watching. And, yeah, um, you're welcome. You take care. You wave on Friday. when I'm, I'm, I'm on on Friday morning talking about mobile phones. Oh, wicked. I'm going to listen to you. Good on you. <laughs> See ya. See you later. Bye. Good Kerry. Very excited, Kerry. And uh, that's fun. It's, uh, I won't lie, I love it when people pick up the phone and they, I say, it's Trevor Long, and they go, huh? And they think. I don't record those moments, obviously, because I, I make the call and then I tell them we're going to record and then I hit record. But it's a fascinating moment to hear people. Some people expecting to call, like, yep, you said you were going to email, uh, you were going to call, done. Others like, oh, my God, you, you're calling me? This is unbelievable, even though the website says I'll try and call you. But it's fun, and I appreciate talking to people like Kerry, who are um, the backbone of the Today Show viewership. I, I appreciate it. Taking your calls, travel along, and happy to help with your technology questions. G'day, Adrian. G'day, Trevor. How are you going? Do you hate it that my first reaction when you entered the phone was to go, Yo, Adrian! <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I think I've heard, I've heard I, that one once. I'm not even a movie buff. I mean, <laughs> it's horrible. I've heard that. I felt bad. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> apologies for that. Yeah, um, what yeah, can I do right. for you, buddy? Uh, mate, I heard you chatting to someone uh, last week's podcast, I think, about the – I think it was the Samsung uh, Galaxy Watch, the new one, uh, yeah. the latest model. Um, I've got a Galaxy 3, um, and I was just curious at the uh, chat you were having about the, you know, the ECG function or whatever and all that sort of stuff. I'm ticking, I'm ticking over the big 6.0 this year, and uh, I'm figuring I should be making sure I'm keeping an eye on myself, and that, that sounded pretty, that sounded like it was pretty handy to have, and I'm, I don't know whether my watch does that, or whether this one's better, um, and I'm thinking about getting myself an early 60th birthday present. Um, 60? Bloody hell, how are you turning 60? I'm feeling really old now. Oh yeah, good on you. Bloody hell. Yeah. I don't look a day over 65. <laughs> so there's a big difference, to be honest, between the three and the four, um, mainly because oh. they went from Samsung's operating system into the, the Google Wear OS kind of partnership system. Oh, okay. uh, yep. So it's actually quite a different – I mean, it doesn't, to be honest, look that much different, but the back end is, is remarkably different. Um, yep. And, you know, from a health and fitness point of view, they did step it up. There's, you know, there's a whole range of different things in there. Um, heart rate monitoring, electrocardiogram, again, ECGs. Um, there's something they call bioelectric impedance analysis. I mean, it's pretty full on. There's even a sensor in there that does like BMI and 
Like there's a lot oh. of sensors in there. Um, so things like uh, sleep tracking, I think it does it like once every um, once a minute overnight instead of once every 30 minutes on the Watch 3. So there's there's basically just a ramp up in in its capabilities. Uh, I think the um, I think the Watch 3 might have a better battery life though. I'll be honest with you. Right. Okay. Oh well. Yeah. What do you What do you get wise. out of it now, battery wise? Oh, oh look, it'll, it'll last me. It lasts me all day, and I throw it on the charger overnight. Do you notice what so, it's on when you throw it on a charger? Oh, look. Sometimes, um, sometimes it'll still be on like sixty percent, seventy percent. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. So no, I've never really had an issue with the with the battery life. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think it's important to note that the watch four. Yeah. Is is what they uh, even some some people and even Samsung say it's like a forty hour life as opposed to two days. So right, I think you'll right. you'll you'll have more fifteen percent nights than you do sixty five percent nights if you know what I mean. Yeah 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 yeah. Oh well that's yeah well, that's that's fine that's that's no big deal. Yeah. So, um, so mate, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like a nice treat. Are you going to get a new smartphone to go with or what? Uh, no, look, I got a I got an S twenty one not that long ago. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so yeah. no, nah, probably not, but. Uh, no, nah, I thought I might have to treat myself to it. It's a good excuse to tell the wife I've got to get one. Oh, sure mate, it's important, it. you know. Yeah. Um, it should be a new men's health thing, right? You know, it's like, okay, over 60, you should have an ECG on your wrist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell the wife. Tell the wife you said I have to. I don't know that that's going to carry any weight, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't reckon it will either, but I'll give it a break. <laughs> All right, Adrian, good on you, mate. Good luck with the, yeah. uh, with the purchase and happy birthday, my friend. Yeah, good on you, mate. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Good Fred. on you, mate. Cheers. Um, yeah, I d- d- dropping my name doesn't help with my wife. I don't think it's going to work with your wife. All right, so I don't recommend that for anyone. All right, <laughs> at all. Taking your calls, we've got a tech question. Get in touch. G'day, Paul. Hey, Trevor, how are you doing? Good, mate. What can I do for you? Yeah. Uh, Trevor, yeah, look, I was just um, making a quick inquiry into earbuds mm-hmm. um, and looking to sort of spend up to around about $200. Yep. And there's so many choices out there. I just wanted to see if there was, you know, particular brands that may be offering best value and features and what have you at the moment. I find it overwhelming when I look at the websites like JBs and stuff and think, far out, there's just so many to choose from. <laughs> um, yeah. And and then there is. And, you know, in that price point around the 200 mark, they're, they're great. Honestly, there's yes. not a lot of bad ones. So I think that's really yeah. important. You're going to yeah. struggle, um, you know, to, to understand the fit of some of them because yes. obviously that's a challenge. And I personally think that if they, if they don't have the silicon tip, then you're – you're at the mercy of the designer. So you really want something with that silicon tip that actually kind of fits in. Oh, yeah. Good but advice, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I can't recommend anything but yep. the JBL Live Pro Plus. Now, right. two things. JBL, long-time uh, advertisers with EFTM. But these Live Pro Plus, I reviewed them last year. Good headphones. Great headphones. Yes. They were 250 yes. bucks. Yes. And, and I thought, they're, they're good. They're good. Excellent headphones. Really good music quality. But they also have like noise cancelling and all this kind of stuff. But I didn't appreciate yes. that till I went to Vegas in January and I wore these things on the plane and went, oh, my God, the noise cancelling is excellent. Like, yes. you know, we're talking top tier. And here's right. the thing, Paul. They're 179 bucks right now at JB Hi-Fi. Right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's I... cheaper than your budget. And I've got to yes. tell you, I don't think you'll get a better pair for 179 bucks. 
right. No, well, that's that's the advice I'm looking for. When I look at the when I look at the list, um, I'm scrolling down through price, and at that price point, I'm now seeing things like Urbanista and Marley, and these are brands that do do audio. Do they do audio like JBL? Do you know what I mean? Like if I say JBL, you say audio. Um, If I say Sony, you might say audio as well. And there are some Sonys there as well. In fact, there's a set of Sony's last generation noise-canceling headphones for the same price. I I only don't recommend them because I think they're a bit ugly. They're a big bulbous thing in your ear. Um, But, hey, don't discount them. Um, But, mate, yeah, honestly, as I look at the list, every time – I bought a pair, like – that that sounds stupid and egotistical, but because I get free stuff, right? But I bought right. a pair of these because I couldn't find the ones they sent me, and I rushed yep. out to buy them from JB so that I could wear them on a plane, and they were better than I expected. Good. So, yeah, mate, love them. Really good yeah. headphones. Could, could I just get the name of them again? So the JBL JBL Live yep. Pro yep. Plus. Okay, and you'll find them Great. on the JB website right now, JB Hi-Fi website yep. at one hundred and seventy-nine dollars. So it says Great. on sale, so I don't know how long that lasts. I'm pretty sure that's how much I bought them for at the end of last year, but yeah, maybe the sales come and go. Who knows? Yeah, no, look, that's uh, that's great advice. And as I say, it was just I was just trying to sort of clear the air with just exactly yeah. what direction I should head in because it's so confused. If it's confusing for you, it's certainly totally confusing. I mean, (laughs) and the the worst part about it is, and I I feel for the people in this market, but the worst part about it is it's the one product you really can't try before you buy because that would be disgusting, you know, (laughs) all these these other people's ears had been in them at the shop. So I think people are buying on fashion. So Marley, for example, they do a lot of stuff with um, like a wood grain. I don't know if it's like hemp wood or bamboo wood or something, but they do a lot of wood grain stuff and it does look really nice, but I'm yeah. not buying on looks. I'm buying on sound, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you'll you'll get well, good sound. As I say, I, I did listen to your um, to your podcast about the various types of earbuds last year, mm-hmm. and um, and that was really extensive. But I thought, gee, I wonder if anything's changed in that time. But, to be yeah. honest, not much. Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> so yep, there, there yeah. we go. All right, okay. Paul. Good on you, mate. Thank Glad you, Trent. Thanks connect very much. And, uh, enjoy, okay. enjoy yeah. what you buy. Okay. Cheers, mate. Bye now. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's again. I, I declare they're an advertiser, but they're bloody good headphones. I think it's you'll correct me, Adam. I think it's Adam uh, Pooley from Melbourne, who's a regular, long time listener. Pretty sure he bought them as well, and is like, "Wow, these are awesome." Um, and that helps me too, honestly, folks. When you say in the comments or on Twitter or on Facebook in the man cave, when you say I bought these and these sound like it helps me. It helps me see what other people are using and like and enjoy because I can't. I don't have the same ears as everyone. I also can't try every product. Um, So, yeah, good luck, Paul. Thank you for listening. It's been wonderful, and uh, hopefully you learned something along with me. We all learn along the way, and it's always fascinating to hear people's thought process, people's quandaries, um, and it's also really interesting to know where it goes from there. Um, for example, you know, I think that Cole and his TV, I think he's going to buy an OLED. Like, I feel like he, he had OLED on the mind. So despite the fact that I think I narrowed it down to Sony and Samsung nearly every time we searched, I think he's going to buy an OLED. What do you reckon? <laughs> we should, we should run a sweep in the man cave on what people really think is going to happen as a result of different calls. And then... I should force myself 
to follow up with people a few weeks later and see what actually happened. Wouldn't that be fascinating? No, Trev didn't do anything you suggested. Did something completely different. Useless advice. Bugger off. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. We'll be back next week. And uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Uh, we've got a lot to cover this week, including Apple stuff, Samsung stuff. There's a lot going on. So it'll be a big show this week. And the movie podcast this week is A Quiet Place. So A Quiet Place. Uh, if you want to watch that before the podcast, get onto it now. Uh, all thanks to Fetch and Hisense. Um, we got you covered. Thanks for listening, folks. Back soon. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast.